With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Harry Kane is the hero once again in the North London derby as our star centre forward rose highest to meet Ben Davis' pinpoint cross and head past the helpless Petr Cech to send Wembley rocking and ensure North London as we know is white. As we have the last word on Spurs. Bally succeeded in giving it to Ben Davis, and that's one of the best balls we've seen and it's made a trip to Harry Kane! The breakthrough for Spurs! And you felt it had to be Harry Kane at Wembley! Hello guys and welcome back to The Last Word on Spurs. As you should know by now, you can follow the show across a variety of different platforms. We are on Twitter at Last Word on Spurs. You can also find us on Facebook and also not forgetting Instagram. On this last word on Spurs, we'll be taking a look back at the win against Arsenal at Wembley. We'll be taking a host of questions for a very much star-studded panel and building up to Juventus tonight in the Champions League. So, without further ado, let's introduce the panel talking us through the next hour. Pleased to say, back on the show, as always, we've got Jason McGovern. Jace, how are you? Yeah, quite a calm weekend, mate. Not a lot happened, so... <laughs> Just looking forward now to the rest of the week. Yeah, just a, just a quiet one, Jase. Just only event this tonight, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's all, mate. Just yeah. nice and calm. Yeah, as always. Joining us tonight, delighted to say we've got two top draw guests to go with that result at the weekend. First up, making his debut, we've got current Blue member, massive Spurs fan, and on loan from the Owen the Spurs podcast, we've got Anthony Custer on the show. And how are you? <laughs> how you doing, boys? All right, yeah, not bad, mate. I'm not looking bad. forward to this one. Yeah, we're it's nice to be on the other side, mate. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> and joining out tonight, we've got a sparring partner of his and returning to the show, <laughs> education manager, Troy Townsend joins us. Troy, how are you? Oh, absolutely tremendous. Now you've got me power on as well. Do you know what I mean? Oh. That must have been, I'll tell you what, that must have been some transfer fee. It was It was like they had to go through Richard and everything, through practice, you had to negotiate everything. 
like the Stefan Dalmat of, uh, of London. <laughs> I hope you finished better than him. I hope you finished better than him. God, Stefan Dalmat. <laughs> Jesus. That is a throwback. Quality. A minute in Quality. and we'll be throwing Stefan Dalmat into the mix. That's when you know it's going to go, go interesting. Oh, what a player. What a player. player. What a player. player. We've got some players of our own at the moment that really are turning in the performances. I mean, Jace, tell you what, shall we start with you then from the weekend? Because, albeit, Jace, a late scare at the end, but let's be honest, it should have been a lot more comfortable than the 1 0 against Arsenal. A fifth. Successive clean sheet at Wembley. Seven points out of a possible nine, Jace. Man United, Liverpool and Arsenal. Just how impressive was that win on Saturday? Well, I thought it was a penalty on Kane and a penalty on Lamella, but I suddenly <laughs> realised that was last week and they're still going on about it. So, oh, dear. Um, so we've suddenly moved on, haven't we? Yeah, it was, yeah. A, a, it was a fantastic performance. Probably, well, from us, probably the first 20, 25 minutes was quite even Stevens, and then we, we just started to get on top, I suppose, around about that half-hour mark. And from 30 minutes to to about 88 minutes, it was one-way traffic and dominance, wasn't it, from that moment on? And they've, you know, how they escaped over that Woolwich Ferry with only one, I have absolutely <laughs> no idea. And yet, in the end, we, we almost we were almost made to pay for all the chances we'd missed when uh, when lack of threat went through. And we <laughs> thought, dear, oh dear, we're in big trouble here. But um, I'm still waiting to see Albang average as well. To, to, <laughs> I thought it was going to be this... This wonderful new team of theirs, and it was just it was just anonymous for for most of the game. But it was a no, it was a fantastic way to start the weekend, mate. And a thoroughly deserved win. Yeah, has to be said. What I mean, it should have been a lot more convincing than that. I mean, Ant bringing you in, should Harry Harry Kane seventh league goal against the Arsenal. Mm. I mean, we moved yeah. seven points clear of them now, um, up mm. to third on the back of the weekend, which also saw United getting beat by Newcastle, reducing that gap yeah. between us and them to four points. I mean, number one, Ant, are they catchable? Number two. How much did that scoreline really flatter Arsenal on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, they were lucky. Going on what Jason said, it should have been more. Mm. Uh, we just outplayed them from, from, the, from the, the, the ref's whistle. Um, I think that's the, that was the best way to go at them. Um, as we all know, form goes out the window. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not really a stat man, not really into all that. It doesn't really affect me. I, I, I just look at the result at the end of the day. And it could have been, as you said in the beginning of the show, it could have been more than, than one. And they, get, they did get away with it very lightly. Um, but you always have that thing of they can just turn it on in you know in the 80th minute, which they did. Um, and if they would have got one, it would have been daylight robbery because we should have absolutely destroyed them. And um, yeah, Harry, Harry scoring his seventh you know North London derby goals was brilliant. You could tell he's up for it, and he, you could tell what it means to him that North London derby. We know over the years we've had players like Raphael Van der Vaart, you know, who knew what it meant. You know, we've had obviously Harry Kane. We've had players just come and go. It, it is what it is, and you know, as I said, form goes out the window, and we really, really did show the world that Spurs were a team not to be messed with. Yeah, I mean, I've got to ask you, Ant, towards the end there, was your heart in your mouth with Ozil with that free kick in the last minute? I mean, God. Of course, it, it's Arsenal, oh, isn't it? They could yeah. just, they could just, as I said, you know, it just takes one thing, and then then we can be sitting here now today, going, "Oh, why did we do that?" You know, mm. Sanchez for eight minutes was fantastic, and then the last ten minutes, he's just sort of his head went and. You can't have that in them sort of games. You've got to be, you've got to be on it from from the minute the ref blows that whistle. Mm. Uh, like you said, yeah. completely agree with you. I mean, Troy bringing you in, it would have been an absolute injustice if they did score at the end. Oh. I mean, we spoke off there about how dominant that Spurs performance was the second half. I mean, Troy, what did you make of that performance as a whole? I mean, to be honest with you, uh, like I said, I when I saw the team sheet and I saw the two Arsenal central midfielders, um, I knew Spurs were going to dominate. Watching parts of the game and watching the way that Arsenal set up, at one stage I saw a clear 4-1-4-1. 4-1. 
And this was supposed to be this brand new Arsenal who were going to embrace all this, you know, new attacking threat that they had. Um, I actually thought the way they set up and the way they wanted to just contain Spurs was embarrassing. Um, and if I'm an mm. Arsenal fan, I'd be really disappointed with the negative way that the managers approached negative. the game. Can, can yeah. you believe how negative yeah. it was, Troy? That second half especially. Can, can, cannot believe it. Cannot believe that an Arsenal team, you know, taking on Spurs in a North London derby has come almost to take a point. Um, yeah. Saying that, though, like I said, the guys are right. I mean, uh, you know, as much as Spurs dominated, it was it was only 1-0. And they are, they are a threat no matter what. And in the end, he took the two... Uh, central midfielders off because they weren't doing anything that they were supposed to do um, and he just put attacking players on to create that one chance and to be honest if if Lacazette wants to be recognised as a centre forward in this he's league got he's, got to, he's mm. got to put that away he's got to put it away or at least put it on target and all of a sudden this is a different podcast tonight do you know what I mean yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah gratefully it wasn't and, and like I said it was it was a resounding win you know in the performance rather than a resounding win in the performance and the yeah. scoreline, which it should have been, really. Sure, you talk about the negativity from Arsenal in terms of the, the tactics and the setting up. Is that a case of them marking, you know, their show of respect to Spurs as a, as a whole? Do you think, or can you just yeah. are you just completely baffled like that in an all London derby? Normally, form goes out of the window. I mean, granted, you would say Spurs are on this great run at the moment. I mean, it's astonishing, isn't it? It doesn't matter about great runs or anything. Mm. It's a yeah. North London yeah. derby. Yeah, yeah. Get. Your side, you know, whether it be Arsenal or whether it be Spurs, up for the North London derby, then why are we calling it a North London derby as massive as it is? Yeah. You know, I just thought that from a manager like Arsene Wenger to approach the game in such negativity with, you know, the week before, let's be honest with you, the week before they took Everton apart. They absolutely tore Everton apart. And I think everyone was thinking this is going to be one great game of football. But it wasn't, to be totally honest. It was a, it was a, it was a nothing first half. There was, a, there was a couple of, you know, Harry's header over the bar. Arsenal did create a couple of chances where they cut us open down the left-hand side and then come back in on into the middle, but they didn't really get any shots off. But the second half, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised that Arsenal fans would have watched that 45 <coughs> minutes all the way through because once Harry, you know, notched, you know, it, it was the Alamo. And, and mm. to be honest, if I'm a Tottenham, you know, if I'm a Tottenham player now, I'd be sitting here actually going, you know what, we let them off a little bit, didn't oh, we? Yeah, because completely. they yeah. were there for the taking. They mm. were real, and I think it would have sent an absolutely massive message out as well. If you beat Arsenal by three, four, five, you know, no one would have gone and said all oh, Spurs were lucky to get all those. So it would have sent a massive message out as well. But you know, we're grateful for the three points. But I just think it's almost a missed opportunity as such to really nail that game and, and mm. we'd all be floating in on this podcast today, wouldn't we? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, the quality of the performance, it can't be understated. It was a brilliant second half. I mean, Jace, coming over to you, this supposed Wembley Hoodoo, eh, Jace? Battered, I mean, Liverpool there, Man United and Arsenal at this temporary home and lifted the roof each time. I mean, not bad, Wembley. Let's hope we start um, the new stadium in a good way, otherwise we'll be wanting to go back. Well, exactly. Do we even want to go to the new stadium yet? We're thoroughly loving it, aren't we? And let's hope we got that those couple of extra games to come at Wembley in, or one at what towards the end of April, and one in towards the end of May. But mm. it's just been, you know, it was fantastic to see it fall, wasn't it? It's such a difference to see it fall than. It, it, it's such a shame that when you get a big crowd there, say seventy thousand, it still leaves twenty thousand empty seats, and that is part of the problem with it. But to see it. You know, full the atmosphere and that is there, and and then then Wembley then Wembley really works for us, doesn't it? And it's it's just a shame we can't get that 
I can understand why we can't get it every week, but you know, I wonder if we'd have got it like that every week, whether we'd have dropped those earlier points in the season. Mm. Yeah, it's mm. an interesting one. I mean, and asking you now, I mean, with regards mm. to the, the the fixtures we had coming up at one point, I mean, let's mm. be honest, when we had the lights where you saw that Arsenal, Man United, Liverpool away, mm. and you just thought to yeah. yourself, this is going to be a really tough run of you know games yeah. coming up, but seven points and out of nine, I mean, mm. let's be honest, I don't think any of us in our wildest dreams no. could have expected that kind of turn. No, I mean, I said this on the pod uh, last week, I mm. said... Um, I'll be happy with seven points out of nine um, at the beginning of the season. I'll have ripped your arm off for it. Do you know what I mean? And when I when I saw the fixtures, I was like, here we go. You know, the FA or the you know the fixture people have got right against us. You know, what I mean, yeah, first game at Wembley, who is mm. it? It's Chelsea. Yeah. Um, just I thought, here we go. As a thing against Spurs, as a like an omen thing. I don't know. And um, I was just thinking, right, if we get six points, if we win a game and draw, all right. If we go to Liverpool and nick a draw, brilliant. That's a great result. But as I said, seven points out of nine. The way we ripped Man United apart was just fantastic. But mm. I must say, I must give all credit to Poch. The best, if you're talking about footballing terms, the best we played was against Liverpool in the second mm. half. Yeah. Mm. Out of all them games. Can't deny that. Change yeah. the tactics, didn't he? Yeah. Change the tactics. He did, I don't know what he said at half-time. <laughs> he must have just given them an absolute proper blow-drop, hair-dryer treatment. And they just come out. They come out fighting, mm. and obviously the United game, we, we you know we we dominated, brilliant. And obviously on Saturday, we you know as Troy said, it could have been it could have been the Alamo. But footballing terms, if we was here talking football, the best was mm. was the second half against Liverpool, where we could have nicked it right at the end. And it, you know if, if Kane would have scored that penalty, we'd be sitting here now going nine from nine, mm. and we would have been you know well in there. Do you know what I mean? The thing for me is, why, why shouldn't Spurs be taking seven points out of nine out of those That's games? That's a fair point, Troy. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, not, it's not those games that I worry about. You no, know, When you look at the Arsenal, the Liverpool, the Man United, I'm expecting victories. And, you know, like Jay said, we, we nearly nicked it against Liverpool. Yeah. It's not even about... And I'm not, I'm not disrespecting anyone else and... I know. I know exactly you expect what you're to say. Mm. You, you, yeah, you expect yeah. a Spurs result. You know, it's, it's, you think about the draw yeah. at Southampton. You think yeah. about Swansea, absolutely Swansea, but absolutely dominating West Ham at mm. home. Mm. Yeah, Do you know what course. I mean? And then yeah. only getting a draw. Those are the results that have kind of yeah. why we are fourth in the league and that's it. not. Do you know what I mean? Challenging and I'm gonna, City yeah. as we in fairness, All I say though, Troy. I mean, in fairness to that, you know, Liverpool have. have you know, lost at Swansea and, and drew at home to West Brom and Man United have been care, held at home about, to Burnley. We don't care about no, but, no, that's a good point. Teams, no, but all I mean is all those teams sit back at the end of the season and say, yeah. What about that yeah. lost point? What about yeah. that one? And yeah. and they've yeah. all had I mean, you know, who would have picked Man United to lose at Newcastle? With us we don't <clears> what we've done is in the past is like you look look at that time when a couple of seasons ago when Leicester won the league. You know yeah. We they they won it by two put two or three points or whatever it is, you know yeah. we went to Chelsea we was two 0 up, and mm. we ended up drawing two all, because the, the the mindset wasn't there. I think now we've got that mindset, but I must say it is them games, dropping points against the I hate to say that the lower league teams, but they are, mm. and yeah. you can't afford to. If you if you want to be if we want to be known as the champions of of the Premier League, we've got to be beating ninety nine percent of them teams. City, oh, you can give or take. If we nick a draw at City all day long, yeah. But last year mm. we beat them, and mm. then a week mm. later we, we lost to West Brom, for example. Mm-hmm. You can't be. You, it's got. It's too inconsistent. Yeah. And I think now Potter's got their mindset where he goes. Listen, every game's a cup final, and I think we go out there when we we do show it. 
But but you know what as well for me is is I, I remember the last time I was on the pod and one of the questions was you know how will Spurs line up now Alderweireld wasn't fit yeah. and this that and the other and, mm. and I mentioned the fullbacks and I mentioned the shape and I mentioned doing what you you know best that gets you results and I think that's what Potter's done now you know they're playing with a consistent four at the back now you know everyone now knows who the right back and left back is. I think yeah. the last time I was on, we didn't quite know, no, was it Davis, was it Rose, was yeah. it, you know, and all of a sudden he's gone to a back four because that suits the players that are playing. You know, it might be different when when, when uh, Aldeviran comes back, but that's what suited us, you know. It suited us to have two kind of holding in centre and it suited us to let the forward players go and do their thing. And I think what's happened now is that we've now almost had a consistent shape and a consistent team. And you can see the benefits on that because the performances have just got better and better yeah. and better. Yeah. Um, and for me, that's probably not the nail on the head for the way that the, you know the team has played over the last month, six weeks. If you want me to be totally honest. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you, Troy. I mean, the form at Wembley. I've asked Jason and this as well. I mean, it's incredible yeah. to think ten games unbeaten, Troy. Five of those being clean sheets. Also wins against Borussia Dortmund, Liverpool, Real Madrid, mm. and not to be forgotten mm. now, Man United and Arsenal. I mean, Troy, you mentioned that you expect Spurs to beat the big teams. Is that because we just seem to always rise to the occasion for these games? Mm. Yeah, I, I look at the team. I look at the team and think, and think you know, if you're going to go man for man as such, and you, you know. I looked at Spurs and the Arsenal team the other day and you always do a kind of who would get in the, you know, the ultimate team. And, you know, there was eight Spurs players and I think there was three Arsenal players in that. I saw once some pundit, well-recognised pundit, do that. After Saturday, there'll be 11 Spurs players and no mm. Arsenal players in mm. there. Do you know what yes, I mean? And even when, even when we played Man United with the superstars that they got playing for them, again, you walk off the pitch and think, hold on a minute, I'll have them 11 Spurs players every day over the 11 Man United players that I saw. Yeah. So I think our, our mentality has changed a little bit. And listen, it was it was some getting used to, to get used to playing at Wembley. And, and that was for everybody. You know, teams were yeah. playing at 150%. We were going there with a little bit of pressure. Um, but I think we've now overcome that. And we're showing the true Tottenham and the way that we play um, at home, like we were when, in the last year at White Hart Lane. So... You know, that's why I say I expect to beat Man United. I expect to beat Man City's and that because we're at home. We're the team on the offensive. You know, Poch is never negative in his mindset or his approach when he plays those games, unlike Wenger was on Saturday. <laughs> and because he's so positive, the team has that positive outlook and will always go to try and win the game. I think in the past, that may have been a little bit of a frailty with us mm. in always trying to win the game. But we have a back four now or a back three or players in defensive positions now who understand who get it who who defend with you know like it means everything for them um and i think you can tell that in the way that the team also is bonding as well on the pitch and and the shape and and how it's looked at so yes we should fear uve when they come to white you know come to white art lane i was going to say again Nearly. come to Wembley. not long toy, uh, hopefully not long i know didn't take long did it <laughs> no um no we should fear uve because they're expected football club who have a history in the Champions League that Spurs don't have. But once we walk onto that field of play, Juve will be there actually nervous as well. So, of course they will. You know, yeah. If we yeah. can get a positive result tonight, then you know you never know what that second leg could look like. And True. as long as we st stay in the game, stay in the game, and, it, and it's just another team that we have to go out there and, and beat like we've done with everybody else that steps on at, at Wembley you know, over the last month or two. Yeah, we're going to come on to Juve, guys, in a bit, I promise. 
Jace, let's remind, refresh some of the listeners out there in terms of the team news end when we went into the Arsenal game. Lucas Moura was on the bench ahead of a potential Premier League debut, which never came, as Pochettino kept faith with a team that wiped the floor with Man United and showed the character to come back twice against Liverpool. Jace, what did you make of that team selection? Was there any surprises for you in there? Because I think there was always going to be that argument about the Wanyama, the Dyer debate. I mean, what did you make of the team, Jace? Well, I think, you know, the Wanyama Dyer debate, Eric Dyer being exceptional against Man United, he came back really strong in that the second half of that Liverpool game. Yes, Wanyama scored, but but as I've said in the past, you know, I can understand why he stuck with that team. Um, you know, the, the, I suppose the only, probably there was a little bit of doubt whether Toby would would be in there, having got on against Newport, but that situation looks like it's been pretty much cleared up in the in the way you'd have expected it to be. So, yeah, I mean, that once that side's getting the results and as Ant said, mm. played so well at Liverpool and it's, it's dominated United, why are you going to change it? Mm. Yeah. You know, there's, there's no need to. No. Yeah. No, I mean, I've got to ask you, Ant, come around to you. You look yeah. at the fact yeah. that, you know, with two games in such a short amount of time for Adavir, it's probably too much to ask. We will come on to him a bit yeah. later. But arguably, and one of the strongest Spurs benches during Pochettino's tenure, you had Mora, Lamella, Rose and Aurea all able to be called upon, Ant, if required. Yeah. That's why not. Mm. We have, if you want to be, if we want to be competing as we're talking. You know, winning cups or please, you know, please God the, the footballing gods, <laughs> the, the league. Please, got, you need, you need, you need world class players in every position. Yeah, or class players in on the bench to come on and change a game. We, we haven't had that, as you just said. You know, mm. in Poch's tenure, this is the best bench that we had in four years. It's terrible to think that, but it's it takes it's time, looking doesn't up. it? Yeah, it it's takes looking time. up, and it mm. takes time. And I think that. If the players are called upon, they know what they've got to do. It's not all about, oh, if he plays well, then he's, he's guaranteed a place next week. No. They need to be fighting for that place. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They need to be fighting for that starting eleven. The only one that you can think, obviously, without a doubt, is obviously is, is, is obviously Harry Kane. Yeah. You know, I, I had this debate. I, I thought, you know, Ali was very much in and out, you know, last couple of games. Not, not these couple of games, but, you know, in the season. I thought, yeah, maybe he should, you know... Not get dropped, but you know, given a rest a little bit, mm. and bringing someone else, you know, like, like the Mora guy you know, that yeah. we signed. But if if he if he's happy with what he's got on the starting eleven, why change it? it, it it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. The FA Cup games, I understand you got to change, yeah. But there's that debate. If we get to the final, do you play the same team that's got us to the yeah. final, or do you play well, the strong eleven? This is it. I mean, yeah, it's, exactly. it's that it, yeah. it's that thing of it's not fair. Do you know what I mean? It was brilliant. Yeah. The first game at Newport, I know, I know we drew. And we were lucky to do that, but if he's if he's been fantastic for the whole rounds, you can't you, you can't drop the kid if we get to the final. I think I think yeah. I'd be bang out of order. Yeah, yeah exactly. It is hard. Yeah, it's weird. It's a honest. weird one. It's a really yeah. weird one. But what a great position for Pots to be in. Yeah, this is what we've wanted. You know, we've moaned that we've never had class players, and now we've got it. We're there going. Oh, who's our starting eleven? It's a great position to be in. It is. I mean, I think question here from Jeff Knight, who says we've such a stellar job by all the players at the weekend. Mm. Who yeah. would you swap out to get Lucas in the mix? I mean, that's a that's a tricky question. What would you well, say? I, I, I'd, I'd give you know you'd give him maybe Ali's role. Maybe bring off Ali sixty minutes. I don't know against against Juve tonight. If Ali's mm. Ali's doing all right, but we got a game on Saturday. I mean, against the, on Sunday. I mean, the FA Cup. Mm. Give Moira a run out. What's the what's the least what's the worst he can do? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Maybe yeah, maybe like for like I don't know or or Ericsson. You know this Moore has got pace, mate. 
mm. we, that one thing we're lacking is pace, and we haven't got pace. Yeah, he does. So Moura will give you rapid, something different. He? he does look rapid. Yeah, I mean, listen. Mm. As I said to you in, in the beginning, I don't look at you know stats and YouTube <laughs> clips and all that. I, I'm not into all that. I, oh, I, we I do. At, oh, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, which is fine. Don't that, that, tell great, me you I, don't I look don't, on YouTube. Yeah? I don't. Well, I don't, mate. I swear to you, mate. <laughs> he's had his, at all, mate. He's been burnt too many times before. That's why mate, I'm sure. I've this been burnt, mate. Yeah, With Soldado and everyone. Nah, nah. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. Nah, yeah. Nah. No, good shout. Good uh, shout. No, I, can't, I, can't, I can't be doing that. But <laughs> as I said, you know, give more a couple of minutes you know, tonight and see what he's about. Give yeah. him a bit of a run out. Completely agree. We'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, yeah, exactly. I have to ask you, Troy, coming around to you. I mean, yeah. in a world full, this is a great tweet that was put out there on Saturday, in a world full of Walkers, Shaws, Youngs, Clients, Bellerins and Monreals, what about Davis and Trippier? Get your head down, wear your heart on your sleeve and deliver 100% when called upon. Just how good have they been, Troy? Bearing in mind, you know, our own fan base has shown some real distrust in them throughout their periods of Spurs careers. Yeah, but listen, the, the problem you have with... with fans who kind of sit in an armchair and watch the TV highlights for 25 minutes and then start to criticise and critique everybody's game is they don't really know the value and true worth of the players when they're playing 90 minutes and mm -hmm. you know let's be serious if you had said at the start of the season to everybody that Trippier and, and Ben Davis would be your first choice fullbacks I think everybody would have fell over laughing but what we've done <laughs> yeah. what yeah. we've done is we've fallen in love with them because yeah. of first and foremost the way they wear the shirt, the effort they put in. And then all of a sudden, you start to look a little bit more. So you start to look at the little bit of quality that they provide as well. So it hasn't mm -hmm. gone unnoticed. Yeah. Ben yeah. Davis is ball on Saturday in for Harry Kane. Oh, I mean, if that's a winger, if it's a winger doing that, you're lauding the winger and saying yeah. how great he is and whatever else. Hold on, Ben Davis is not a winger. He's a left fullback who's been given licence to go and join in as much as possible and provide that bit of quality. Yeah. And the one yeah. thing you know about both of them is their delivery into the box is bloody good. Mm. It is bloody it is. good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, first I'll, and I'll foremost, that. yeah, that is brilliant. But also Ben Davis for me has Unsung. become such a better defender. Mm. You know, I always thought Ben Davis was someone you could get at him, put it over to the right hand side. You could get at him. He's a little bit weak. He's a little bit found wanting. You know, and this is where you have to give ultimate credit to the manager because he's seen that and he's worked with the lad. And the lad has, you know, to, to move Danny Rose from the team and ultimately, listen, Danny's been injured and we all know he's been injured. Yeah. But what normally happens when Danny Rose comes back from injury, Danny Rose goes straight back in. Yeah, that's right. Regardless, he mm. goes straight back in, plays the big games, um, you know, and, and finds his feet again. What happens now is he doesn't have to throw Danny Rose straight back in. Because Ben Davis this season has proved yeah. that, you know, I'm, I'm the first choice left back here. And, you know, it'll be when I need a rest, not when you're ready to come back in. And I think that's been absolutely superb for him. Yeah. And the same the other side as well with Trippier. I think it was one of the discussion points when I was on before. Mm. Aurier, Trippier, Aurier, Trippier. Aurier's got a mistake <laughs> in Trippier. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and Trippier yep. has now down that spot. So... You know, they are two very much unsung heroes. And I think they're the type of players that will always divide fans. Because you don't look at them and think, ah, oh, you know, Ben Davis, Trippier. You don't look at them in that way. But I think real fans appreciate what they provide for the team. And you can tell that the players appreciate it. And that's, you know, other than us fans, that's the most important thing, what the players yeah. appreciate that they're doing. Exactly, exactly. And, and I must I must add to what, to what Troy's saying, because I can agree with him 100 million percent, is the fact that, Trippy, no, the Premier League.
know yeah. the know the high intensity what it involves in the the fitness the this and that. Aurier can't take away. He's a, he's, a, he's a good player, and he can get better with under Poch. He will he will become a great left back. Uh, right back. All right back. I'll be both fan. I'll be, you might be both. Uh, I'll be happy with both. But <laughs> yeah. we're, not, we're not greedy here. We're not greedy at all. He, he, he has got a mistake in him. I think if he yeah. had played against Arsenal on Saturday, mm. there would have been a, you know, a libel like sending off or something. Yeah, yeah he's one of those players where you actually look to target, didn't you? You look at a team sheet manager, and you yeah. go, yeah, we'll, we'll have a go at him. Do you know what I mean? Get on him give yeah. us a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. The way Arsenal set up, they were almost going, do you know what? Spurs are a full strength at the back, mm. you know, without Tobe, whatever. This is going to be a difficult one. So let's retreat into a shape, see if we can catch the fullbacks when mm. they're high up the pitch and stuff yeah. like that. Exactly Do you know what I mean? Exactly yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, exactly. He's been an unsung exactly. hero. Davis has yeah. been unsung, mate. Yeah. And I think yeah. we, need to, we need to appreciate him. Well, I've got mm, to tell definitely. you, Jason, you've always on this show lauded both Trippier and Davis throughout this season. I mean, just to put into context Davis's form, he's registered. You know, assist this season more than Alexis Sanchez, Cesc Fabregas, Juan Mata. Only Azpilicueta has more, Jason. I mean, that's not a bad CV for the season from Ben Davis, is it? Bearing in mind, you know, many lauded him as being only the second choice fullback at the start. Well, exactly. And considering so many people criticise him for, for, you know, he's not that great going forward. He's a good defender, but doesn't give you anything going forward. And it's it's crazy. And, and I will look at a few stats for you. Okay. <laughs> uh, I will look at oh, God. Just, just for you, Ant. Poor Ant. Cover your ears, It's an interesting one, mate. Right? It's an interesting one. Cool. I looked back from the start of last year. Right? Yeah. Our win ratio with Rose is 56%. Our win ratio with Davis is 68%. There you go. Right? Wow. And Danny Rose's 23 starts, we've let in 0.7 goals per game. In Ben Davis's starts, it's 0.5 goals per game. And in an attacking sense, Rose has a goal or assist every 396 minutes and Davis has one every 241 minutes. So our win ratio goes up, we concede fewer goals and he makes more goals. Yeah. And yet, don't get me wrong, 100% fit Danny Rose is probably the better player. Or he is the better player. I'm, I'm not suggesting that. But at the moment, when so many people are saying, oh, get Danny Rose back in, get Danny Rose back in, that ignore we're now in 2018 and he hasn't been fit for 15 months. No. Yeah. So yeah. Ben Davis has been absolutely superb from the moment People, he got in that team. You're which right. Was January the 31st last year. And, Jesus and, and what people want from you, from your backup fullback, I have no idea why he gets the, the criticism that he does. And, and that it's ball in I and think, the I think, yeah, I think it's because it's that whole, uh, I'm just talking aloud it. It's no, the, no. Oh, he's got to be in it because he's the England left back and, da, 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 and he deserves mm. to be in yeah. it. But, yeah. Yeah, 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 but yeah, I, I, yeah. Agree, I agree with what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah. to be fair, when Spurs bought Ben Davis, he was bought as a backup. Let's yeah. make two bones about that it. That's clear, yeah, yeah, that was the case. The improvement yeah. over 12 months has been amazing, where, like you say, he's now your first choice. What, what those fans that we're talking about, we're not talking about all fans here, what those fans that we're talking about, they actually would have wanted Spurs to have gone out and bought another left back. Who was better yeah. than Danny Rose? Mm, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. because Ben Davis has come in and has gradually, just gradually, like eased himself in, got himself. I mean, those stats, by the way, are incredible. I don't know what 0.3 and 0.5 no, means. No, it's it's not, it sounds but, good. Sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. It sounds good. <laughs> and to, to credit, they're all in, in Ben Davis's benefit. So that in itself proves what, what a difference he has made. And, and like I said, if you wanted any other 
kind of acknowledgement of his improvement, the quality of that ball into the box on Saturday for Harry to head home. Brilliant. It's first Brilliant. Class. And as you yeah. said, Troy, if it was a winger, we'll be, we'll be going, oh, exactly. my God, he's the best winger in the world. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. If, Moore, if Moore had come on on Saturday and delivered yeah. that cross for Ben Day for Harry Kane, people would have gone, that's the winger we want, that's yeah. the player we yeah. want. You know, Absolutely. so give Ben Davis the credit where it's due. I think it's, I think it's the whole. We need as many England players in the England team as possible, and I think it's more of an ego thing that Danny Rose is. Oh, we've got to play because he's, he's England's left back, and you know we need all them England players that are, which is fine, which is fantastic. But you can't drop the, you can't drop Davis, no. mate. You can't. No chance. No, no you, this, it's, it's not fair on the boy, man. That's what this is. What no. I'm saying. It's a beautiful position to be in, and I'd hate to be a potch on a Friday afternoon going, who do I play? I actually think he probably embraces that. by oh, well, Yeah, of course, that's what we want. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He just seems to be the ultimate pro as well, doesn't he? There's, there's never a complaint when he's oh. left out. There's, you know, you don't see him... Instagramming really and... Any trouble. You yeah, don't read yeah. of any arguments with him. It's just... And he seems so popular with everyone, and I think it's just... His composure is excellent, and his form, you know, I think so many people get on top of him because he had that, that horrendous game when he got first came in against Marnay last year, when mm. 10 players, 10 other players in that side yeah. were poor that day. Mm. We got ripped at Liverpool, and let's be fair about it, there's a lot of teams go to Liverpool and get ripped, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. Marnay has fantastic pace that, you know, Danny, uh, Ben Davis just wasn't as quick as him on the day and didn't get any protection, no. and we got beat, but... You let's, know, let's, that's, let's that's a year ago. Let's be serious, yeah. Jase. Ben yeah. Davis hasn't got quicker. No. So in that 12 month, he hasn't got quicker. But what he's done, he now realises certain areas that he needs to be in and positions that he needs to take up that I don't think Marnie, well, it's proved. He won't do that again to him. So no. he hasn't... It's regular games played. as well, isn't it, exactly. Troy? You know, exactly. It's, it's, he came into that game, I think, I mean, not started for about a month and it was only his first or second game. Now you're talking yeah. about a Ben Davis that's... Pretty much been for a year out and dumped one left back, hasn't he? I mean, he exactly. must have played what started eighty yeah. percent of the games or whatever. Exactly. So, but and that, you know, his little skip, the delicious cross, and the and the little skip to when Harry went up for it, just just made it. Harry Kane, look, a lot has been made. What a wonderful balling it was from Ben Davis. Who we have to point out about Ben Davis as well. He was the second player to have more passing the attacking third than out of all players in that Arsenal game. So that just alone tells you Ben Davis' worth. But, Jace, what a ball. And what a header from Harry Kane. Fantastic header, wasn't it? No no surprise he got up above Cos Clowney and <laughs> met it. And it, it just reminded me of the of the one a couple of years ago. But, um, you know, it, it, let's be what fair, you should have scored the one straight the, after the it. Show, the show. What did you call them, Jace? <laughs> Cos Clowney. Cos Clowney. <laughs> Cost Clowney, there's, there's Cost Clowney, there's Lack of Threat, and there's Al Bang Average, mate. There's, there's the three of them. There you go. Oh, that's, that's their spine. That's, that's, yeah, that's their spine. You're right. You're, you're right. That is their spine. No, <laughs> Insane. Absolutely one. fantastic, yeah. header. But the disappointment with Harry was he, he didn't put the one in, what, two minutes straight after that, which was yeah. probably a yeah. probably an easier chance. And, I think um, both of the headers that he had were easier. The yeah, one I thought the first, first one... Yeah. First one, he maybe was just didn't quite get up, up yeah. well enough for it or something. Yeah. Um, but the, certainly the the one straight after the goal, I, I can't believe he. I, I can't believe it now when I see it go past the post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's, he's done it time and time again, doesn't he? And whether he's one of our own or whether he's one of their own that they claim him to be, 
I tell you what, for one of their own, he doesn't half love sticking it up on, doesn't he? That's he for does. sure. I mean, well, exactly, yeah. 22 goals in 33 Premier League London derby matches for Harry Kane. Seven league goals alone against the Arsenal, like Jase, you've said. Troy, 32 goals in all competitions. Scored more headed goals in the Premier League this season than you imagine the previous two seasons combined. He's a freak of nature, isn't he, Troy? Just how special is Harry Kane? And I think, obviously, the whole question about can we keep him, forget that. How much, Troy, is he worth to us? Yeah, I think, you know, every he's the ultimate number. Mm. You know, everyone has this vision of a number nine, don't they? Yeah. Um, and I know he wears number 10, so he's absolutely <laughs> killing me here. But everyone has a vision of a number nine that you want and you would love to have at your club. Spurs are lucky enough to have that number nine, you know, that number nine who can get up and spring off the floor like he did on Saturday, hold his position, head the ball off the corner of his head to put it in an angle that no way any goalkeeper is getting it. The number nine that chases back beyond the halfway line, bullies a fullback, starts off another attack. Do you know what I mean? The number nine is working hard on the wing um, to retrieve a situation to start off another attack. The number nine that will go back into his own box when there's a corner against, um, and and you know and compete and that and you know Harry Kane is more than what I'm trying to say here is Harry Kane is more than goals. Mm. Yeah, his goals are lauded and his goals yeah. are the things that make him special, but he's more than goals. And and you know seeing him develop, he he's he's brought all that to his game because that wasn't his game before. But what he's done is realised that you know this is the Premier League and. And I want to be the best. And, and being the best, you don't just put the ball in the back of the net. Do you know what I mean? And 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 what he's done is is he's just created this monster of a player who, you know, is just a threat everywhere he goes. You know, he's a threat. He's a threat in the air. He's a threat on the deck. He's a threat if he's got half a yard. He's a threat if he's got less than half a yard. You know, he's 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 working hard for the team. It's just I don't know how you 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 buy someone like him no. because yeah. not there's not enough money in the world that no. would, would, would get me to sell him or have to buy him. Do you know what I mean? So, and by the way, his development years are not even yet. He's developed, you know, he's still in his infancy of his <laughs> development years. God. So that, that is a frightening message for everybody because he's still got years to, to, to kind of, mould his game a little bit more and, and, and the more that he plays in fixtures like he will do tonight the more he'll become that absolute all-round centre-forward which we know and see in the Premier League um, you know doing it on the, in the highest stage with the Champions League and hopefully doing it you know on the, on the world stage in the World Cup oh. there's not enough words that I can say that are, are going to you know that will applaud the, the player that he is at the moment and his work to this football club yeah, agree. And Ant, bring it round to you. I know you hate the stats, but directly involved in 150 goals in 198 games, I mean, all competitions. Wicked. Joint second highest scorer in North London Derby history with his seven goals against Arsenal. Fantastic. I mean, and you had you first on the pod for us tonight, Harry Kane. Anything you can add to the superlatives for Harry no. Kane that we've ever heard before? Um, no. Just incredible, no, isn't I he? Think, I, I think, don't know what to say yeah, about he is. Him. He's, he's a machine. Mm. And he's only, as Troy said, he's only going to get better. And I think with the development on the pot, how much Poch, better can he get? Ann? It's just insane. Uh, I don't know. I actually don't know. I'll, t- I'll tell you what: if we if we do well tonight mm. and we show Juventus that we're we're a team to be reckoned with, everyone's going to know Harry Kane's name. Not that yeah. they don't do now, mm. but it is yeah. going to be that bell thing of Inter yeah. Milan. I remember on the, on the world stage. Yeah, I remember go- going off track of a little bit. I remember reading that team. I never forget. I was with my dad 
Gareth Bale starting when we ne- we hadn't won a game for 24 games or whatever mm, it was. Yeah. That's a yeah, stat that I yeah, know. Yeah. Um, with Bale, <laughs> he came on. He was well. He was left back, and then he turned. Then Harry pushed him up to left wing, and he just did what he did. And then everyone knew who Gareth Bale was. And then from that, mm. he is what he is now. So. I remember going to my dad, why is he playing Gareth Bale? He don't know what he's doing. <laughs> we're going to lose. We're going to lose. We're going to lose. And then they had, a, they had a penalty and I thought, here we go. Gomez got sent off and I thought, here we go. It's going to be an avalanche. But Bale turned up and then from that day on, he went and did what he did and then went to you know, Madrid and then the rest is history. So, yeah. obviously, I hope that doesn't happen to Harry. But, as I said, he's only going to get better. Yeah. He's only going to get better. Incredible player. And, only, and a guy at the moment that just seems to be getting better week upon week upon week is Moussa mm. Dembele. I mean, Jace, bring it round no. to you. Now, I oh, think, Jace, uh, do you know what's crazy, Jace? I think six, seven weeks ago, there was genuine fears that this guy's career at Spurs was coming to a crossroads. I mean, Jace, how wrong could some of us have been? I think that was his fourth Premier League start in a row and as strong and elegant as ever in possession, Jace. I mean, Arsenal players, they could not get near him on Saturday. Well, I think the first thing, I mean, in fairness, there were those fears and, and they were right to be there because he, you know, the the Arsenal away game, the City away game that, that day at Southampton, it, it was sad to see him playing below his best. And so I can understand, well, I had my own fears and plenty of them as well. But these last three or four games, we really have had the, the Moussa Dembele back that we all know. And he's just a, a complete joy to watch. And we all know that everyone in the club says he's by far head and shoulders yeah. the, the best player. And if, if ever, all those professionals tell you that, mm. then then it's pretty obvious that, that he is the best player. But, you know, he, he's he's just his strength with his body. And he, oh. I think Barney Roney's little uh, comparison in his Guardian report where he compared... Um, Jack Wilshere to a little chipmunk up against a grizzly bear. I think what a brilliant analogy that that paragraph was. And and too often Wilshere was left was just you know flat on the grass as as Dembele went away from him. And he's mm. just just a man mountain, isn't he? When he plays like that, and his his use of his body, and he's not necessarily quick with pace. No, but he's no. just yeah. You just cannot get the ball off him, and once he goes on those surging runs. It's a fantastic sight to see, and yeah. thank God we've, you know, hopefully that this is the Dembele we now get back towards the end of, or from now to the end of the season, and he'll be a massive influence for us tonight in, in Turin as well. That's for sure. He will. I mean, Troy, come yeah. around to you, a machine, a beast, a magician, all rolled into one, isn't he, Troy? Yeah, I mean, again, you know, when it's it's very difficult when you hear criticism of players who you know. Maybe are unperforming a little bit, or are recovering from an, an injury that has taken a little bit more out of them than people recognise. All of a sudden, he's back up to full speed. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And and the elegance of the player shines through. I don't know what more people want from Dembele. The problem is, is that everyone can suffer from lack of confidence. Everyone can suffer from not being one hundred and ten percent. So, it, it, you know, the criticism comes very quick in, in those moments. But like I said, on the biggest stage over the last few games, he, we can see that now, again, he's been managed properly. He's back in full flow. He's providing that energy and that, and that guile from the centre of the park that, you know, is unrivaled in this league. I, I don't see a better midfield player at the moment than Dembele. If he was to add goals to his game, Jesus, yeah. he'd, he'd oh, never God. be at top yeah. end. But, that, yeah. that is what I know, said, Troy, yeah. actually, off air. I said if he was yeah, adding yeah. goals to his yeah. game, I'm not quite yeah. sure 
he'd be a Spurs player. But I mean, listen, no. yeah. it's, it's incredible when you consider that game. I mean, and I, I hate to say it, the stats for Dembele they've got to be read out because these are amazing. Ninety-seven <laughs> percent accuracy, one hundred percent take-ons completed, absolute nightmare. One hundred percent tackles won, an eight-ball recovery. And Muta Dembele, what a guy! We want to spend so much time on all these guys, but we are so pushed for time. Um, we've yeah. got to talk about a little incident about Eric Lamella. I mean, and. Listen, this guy, yeah. I mean, it's fair to say, and he's polarised opinion at Spurs, Lamella. I mean, I love him. There's guys out there that clearly are a little bit, you know, after his old injury stint and mm. in, in and out of form. They haven't been his greatest fan, but and how can you not adore him after what he done at the weekend to uh, Jack Wilshere? Fuck off. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. Just no, no, <laughs> fair play to him. You know, to have the, to have the bottle to do that. Yeah. And, you know, brilliant. The smirk but on his face. To me, but to me, but to me, Ricks. You know, I look at. I look at a footballer. Mm. I look at a player for Spurs, and it, you know, mm. yeah, it's great that he knows mm. what the North London derby is about. Yeah. Brilliant. Mm. That aside, he's a good sub to come on. I, I, is he a starting eleven for me? No. Is he a good sub to come on? Yes. Would he you keep could him bring you something different to the game? Would he be one you look to keep in the summer? Yeah, I, I think I think you got to keep him. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's still he's still he's still young. Poch, mm. you know, he's got that Argentinian connection. Yeah. So I think yeah. Poch, you know. You know, arm around him, job, and say, look, you know, you're in my, you're in my plans, blah blah blah. Just work with me. Let's work together, and, and then let's get you back to where you was, you know, when we signed you all them, you know, all them years ago. But yeah, it was great what he did to Jack Wilshere. It was brilliant. But I'm not really, I don't really look at that, Rick, to be honest yeah. with you, mate. And I, and I know it sounds pathetic, but no, I want to see what you do on the pitch. You know what I mean? Enough. I mean, you know, mm. it's like it's like everyone raves about. Everyone talks about Raphael Van der Vaart when he's when he quieting down the Arsenal fans. I yeah, I loved it. Just because I love that, uh, Van der Vaart, but mm. you know, let's see what he does on the pitch. You know, mm. it's, it's all well and good in you know saying that to Jack, and, and rightly so. But what do you bring to the team? Yeah, okay, you're good. You're good. You know, sub to come on. But I, I, know, I don't want to bring it on a downer. But no, no, that's no. Just yeah. my personal opinion. That's fine. I'm gonna come around to you a second, Jace. But I want to ask you, Troy. Bearing in mind your son's a footballer, Premier League footballer. Lamella's coming back from a, a long-term injury. That let's be honest, you know. You know, hit replacements in two places. I yeah. mean, it isn't. <laughs> that's not going to be a quick healing recovery. I mean, how much time do we give him, Troy, to kind of come back to his form? And does he deserve a new contract? Even do I ask the question? Oh wow, wow! Well, we're coming towards, I think, uh, eighteen months now, Troy. And normally, Spurs being Spurs, I mean, this is the kind of time where they're going to have to make a decision soon on his future. I think there's a whole process again with Lamella now. You know, when he when he came in. Uh, you know, when we originally signed him and, and that big price tag, which mm. was big at the time, but is no longer big, um, was weighing Man, around... That's to Sissoko. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Poor bloke. Sorry. Poor bloke. Sorry. <laughs> right, sorry. Okay. I've got, I've, got, I've, got, I've got Spurs Tourette. Sorry, mate. Save yeah, this Go on, Troy. Over to you. Um, to be fair, that was brilliant. That was... Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that whole process is starting again where, you know, I, I, I'm with Ant on the... I don't give a damn what he said to Jack Wilshere, to be honest. And I know fans are raving about it. I want yeah. to know what he's doing in a football shirt for, yeah. for Tottenham. And is he providing that little bit of quality that we need in, in the moments that matter? I, I felt that there was an opportunity, the one where he ran in on goal and forced check to save that he could have squared it and maybe yeah. could have been a hero in, in yeah. terms of an assist rather than looking for the goal yeah. himself. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. think he's a bit of a loose cannon at the moment because he wants to impress so much. He's almost running around the pitch a little bit like a headless chicken. Um, <laughs> for me, and listen, people can criticise me for whatever I say, but that's the way he looks to me. I think that these next six months, a big months for, or the rest of the season, is, is a big time for Lamella because, you know, if rumours 
are to be listened to, he might he could have gone out on loan in January mm. if rumours are correct. So yeah, yeah. I think it's a big five months where he's got to prove his worth, but he's also got to settle for the fact that he's not going to walk straight back into Tottenham's team and he's going to have to provide quality from off the bench because I don't see him starting in a, in a Tottenham starting eleven, and no. with Mora coming into it now, mm. you know he's got to come into play. Where does Lamella fit? So I think it's a critical five months um, where I actually think we could see him gone in the summer. Really? Um, okay. Yeah, I mm. personally think we could see him gone in the summer because there's no guarantee of the football no. that he'll probably want. Yeah, I have to be a case of wait and see on that one. Jace, let me bring it round to you. A couple of players we have to mention before we look ahead to Juve tonight. Christian Eriksen and Deli Alley. Eriksen created as many chances in that game against Arsenal as their entire team combined. And Deli Alley, Jace, for you know many out there saying not quite sure about his game as a whole. I mean, he won more tackles than any other player against Arsenal. What about those two players, Jason? Feel free to kind of chip in on the Lamella debate there. Well, the Lamella one, we all enjoyed it. But mm. the only thing I'll say about Lamella was at least Jack Wilshire at the end showed a little bit of pride and hurt in his performance. And the, the shocking picture for me was looking at Ozil, who's about two yards away from it, head bowed, walking past, not even trying to show a, a little bit of backup for his mate. And I'd be far yeah. more worried about Ozil in that respect. And I mean, let's be fair about Wilshire, of their outfield players, he was the only person who seemed to want the ball all afternoon. So. You know, I'm sure it hurt Wilshere, but uh, like I say, I think Ozil and Alba Average and people like that have got to be looking at themselves <laughs> far more than more than that. But um, no, Eric Ericsson, Let's be frank about it, we eulogise about Ericsson most weeks, don't mm. we? And, and Delhi wasn't quite at his his productive best, but the the shift that he put in for the team, the work rate, the dropping deep, the the, the, the simple passes at times. He didn't try and overcomplicate things. The, you know, the contribution from 1 to 11 was, let's not forget, Hugo made the, the one save he had to make, didn't he? Made an excellent save for Wilshire, and that, that summed it up. You, you know, when you play those games, you can't carry any any no. players at all. And no, exactly. From 1 to 11, I thought Sonny was the only one who perhaps wasn't quiet at his yeah. very best. Mm. Yeah. He, yeah. he tried yeah. everything, but yeah. it was one of those things he tried, didn't quite come off, did mm. it? And no, it, no. it wasn't, wasn't the son, but I mean, by no means did he have a poor game, and and even him, he worked his socks off for the team. And that's what you have to do in that game. What about Sanchez, mm. Chase? That, that 10 minutes of madness at the end, apart from that, did he look fairly composed on the day for you? Again, I mean, he looked excellent at the Emirates. And, and you're right. For, I wouldn't even say it was 80 minutes. I thought it was for 86 minutes. Mm. And he made that one slip, didn't he, when lack of threat got inside him. <laughs> but, you know, it's he's 21 years old. And, and to put in performances like that... Yeah, and, he's a player. You know, and I mean, just, just as a... <clears throat> <laughs> we'll give you another stat about Toby. I mean, when people are talking about Toby. Josh, you're killing me here, mate. No, Hang on. No, you're still there. Are you still there? You know, sometimes I'm still there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> sometimes you have to appreciate what you've got. Yeah, go and, and you look at Toby, and we've kept eight clean sheets in our last 14. And we've lost three of the 20 games without Toby. Mm. So, you know, yeah. when, when you're asking a 21-year-old new to the league to step up and, and be in place of Toby and you, you get that type of result from him how, yeah. how can you not be impressed by that yeah yeah, yeah. I, th I think I think Sanchez is an absolute still absolute still and I think as I said he's young as Jay said he's only going to get better mm. and this is what it's about it's about growing Potts sees this vision you know I'm, I'm going to go all sort of like mental here but he sees this vision of Spurs new stadium new ground da -da -da, we've got the best training facilities let's bring some good players some world class players and then 
then the, the, the world's our oyster. I, 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 we shouldn't keep worrying about Arsenal's and all mm. this and all that. Let, let's worry about ourselves. Yeah. Let them Agreed. chase us, mate. Agreed. Let's be shepherds for once, man. Let, let's let's be in this yeah. position. I'm, I'm not interested in is the shift is the power shift fit. No, because if you look at trophies, they won more than us. Of yeah. course they have. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. footballing now, football terms, we're hundred times better than them. Yeah. That's yeah. shown the performance. And I want to ask you also, I mean, yeah, Alderweireld, of course, is the most fashionable <coughs> defender at the moment. We're going to come on to yeah. some of the talk we've had about him in the Juve preview mm. shortly, a couple of minutes' time. But Jan Vertong, and I think it's fair to say, has held us together for these last he, two uh, seasons. He, when amongst him, he, how many mate. different partners has he had? But he's still remained absolutely solid. Unbelievable, isn't it? He, super Jan. Mm. Super Jan Vertonghen. He's super an Jan. absolute brick. Brick yeah. wall, mate. Yeah. He's brilliant. And he's got the, the funniest way he composes himself on the, on the ball is hilarious. Yeah, I know. Um, you know what I mean? Like, he sort of like his hands in the air and yeah. he doesn't know what he's going to do next, but he's just got his beautiful, sweet left foot. He's been our, he's, bar Harry Kane, mm-hmm. he's been our star man. Yeah. 100% mate. Yeah. And oh. I'd argue till the cows come home because no, he's absolutely brilliant. Troy, let's have a word for you there on that one as well. Yeah, but Tsongano, yeah. impressive you've been by him, Troy. Yeah, the, the, geezer, the geezer's a ledge and, mm. and you know, yeah. normally, they say you don't know what you've got until it's kind of moved on and whatever else. But I think this season has borne fruit because everyone said, oh, Toby's the better centre-back out of the two and this, that and the other. You know, for me, I don't know why we do this in our game. We compare people all the time. Yeah. The two work together so well because of the balance that they have and the understanding that they have. What Jan has done is mould now other players around him as well. So he's now the senior defender out of that back line. Yeah. And he's taken that on, you know, he's taken that responsibility on absolutely tremendously. Not wavered in his performances, not not let the team down at all. I mean, the, the geezer's a leader, full stop, and he's mm. a leader without an yeah. armband. And for me, that speaks volumes because you need a team of leaders to to, to work your way in this in this league. And I, you know, I just think that I just think he's a tremendous footballer anyway. And and you know we should again be very very grateful that we've got him mm. and that he's a, he's a guy who, who just seems to improve every time he steps on the pitch yeah. Spot on. I'll tell you what then let's look ahead to Juve tonight there's been some talk Jace over the weekend I think this all kind of started in Pochettino's press match conference post match I'd say about Toby Adeviril now he was asked a question Jace as to why he wasn't playing in the North London derby and Poch you know went back and yeah. said well why do you want to know about Toby Adeviril, you know, let's talk about the win against Arsenal. And it seems, Jase, his reaction, if anything, has made more of a story than the actual question being asked. I mean, he is <laughs> not in tonight's starting, well, tonight's team or tonight's squad, the travelling party. What we're being told, Jace, by Pochettino is that he's not going to sacrifice the player for tonight's game and affect him long term in terms of the season. Yeah. Jace, is that right for you for that? Well, absolutely it is. I mean, none of. Toby Pochettino and the medical team would have sat down after that Newport game. And, you know, yes, he was fit for Newport. But then when you haven't played for three months, he might have come back and said the next day, a bit stiff, can still feel a little bit discomfort or something. And so the decision's made. And and all the journalists and fans are are speculating it because he hasn't signed a contract. I think the only... The only positive sign from it is at least we weren't talking about Harry Kane leaving all weekend because Toby took the headline. So there was at least that to it. And, uh, you know, that's all it was replaced by. It's it's, got to be a different player every week. And, you know, as I've said all season, next week it'll be the stadium cranes that are trying to find a new ambitious (laughs) club or something. You know, just just don't try and make a mountain out of a molehill all the time. Ultimately, ultimately, the journalists have, have to have something to write about. Um, you know, 
how many more times can you say that Man City have run away from with the well, league? That's true. You can't. Do you know what I mean? Man United are not even a story worth writing about at the moment. Neither neither are Liverpool, to be totally honest. Who is the most progressive team after Man City because they run away of it? It's Tottenham. So, yeah. you know, the journalists and the media, they have to try and find some way to disseminate all the positivity that's coming out of Wembley. Can you I know, ask you, though, Troy, not... you, you make yeah. that point. Listen, you've dealt with Daniel Levy first-hand when it comes to Andros as well. Yeah. Fans are putting two and two together. This is the same kind of time last season where Kyle Walker, you know, infamous thing about yeah. him wanting away. Do we read anything into that at all whatsoever, Troy? That, you know, he hasn't picked Toby. But listen, let's be honest, he's only had a couple of games to recover. Should well, we not be too concerned at the moment? I mean, this contract is I'm... still lingering on. And the longer right. it lings on, Troy, you kind of worry that it's not going to go in the right direction for Spurs. Is that to ha- right to have that kind of worry? Yeah, I think it is, to be honest with you, and let's not not mince any bones Mm. here. I think it is right to have that worry. You know, you're talking about a world-class player that's rolling into the final... On his next big contract contract. as well. It's going to be a huge one for him. You know, you think about that that mob who we've just smashed down the road. They've had the same problem with two of of their, I was going to say their best players, one best player and then Ozil. Um, <laughs> they decided to let one go and they decided to give one the biggest contract that they could ever get. Yeah. I'm not quite sure how they've done that. But, no. you know, you don't want to get into a situation when all of a sudden the decision becomes yet yeah, um, Toby's rather than the club's. Exactly. So, mm. in a sense, I would worry that it's not sorted at the moment because we're fans. Mm. You know, it, it, yeah. it's, it's our nature to worry. You know, we want to tie down every single one of those Tottenham players because we believe in what the vision is. Um but ultimately, that decision will be made in-house by the club. I've said it before, Daniel Levy is the worst person to negotiate with. Um, but ultimately, he's done right by the football club. Um, and negotiations with him are never, ever going to be easy. So they won't take two seconds. They'll take as long as what they need to take. Um, and in terms of Toby's injury, listen, the lad's been out for a long time. Yeah. Uh, you don't just come back in and play and then all of a sudden everything's hunky-dory again. Spurs have got, you know, hopefully going past Juve would mean that we have other big games to worry about. And what you don't want, you don't want Toby out long term because we've decided to throw him in too soon after him coming back into Newport. Now, Newport is the best game to him. Do you know what I mean? Find mm. your feet against yep. Newport. At home. Uh, you know, and then, you know what, we might... How do we know that Poch hasn't spoken to, to Toby? Well, he said apparently he has. Apparently they've had a two-hour discussion, him and Jesus oh. Perez with him. They've sat down with him and said, look, so, you're not fit. So you will play against Watchdown. That's what we've been told. So what are we debating? Well, what, yeah, exactly. 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 Yeah. He plays against Watchdown, mm. which is, you know, playing Newport and Watchdown, and this is no disrespect to both teams, is like throwing him into two under-23 games yeah. and saying, yeah, go and do your bit, Toby. Do you know what I mean? We're monitoring mm, you. Yeah. All right. These games have a label of the FA Cup against them. Um, but let's be serious. If he can't play in those games, then he's not ready anyway. Mm. What those two games in a short space of time will tell the staff he's fit, he's raring to go, or do you know what? He's fit. He might need another game like that. Yep. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, so clearly, rather yeah. than risk him against mm. Arsenal and against Juve, Newport, <laughs> watch now. Yeah come on, go and do your stuff, play your 90 minutes or whatever it is, and we'll assess you after that. If he breaks down, he misses the rest of the season, then he's also exactly. missing a World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, players, if, if you force them back into that team and they miss a World Cup, he ain't going to be too happy with Tottenham then, is he, either? Nah. 
into the game tonight. I mean, and Juventus have kept yeah. 14 clean sheets in 15 games since losing Frieda to Sampdoria on the 19th yeah. of November 2017. Yeah. I mean, this is not going to be a walk in the park at all. No, nah, because they, they ain't met Harry Kane yet, have they? So <laughs> that's all I'm going to say on that matter. Um, listen, I know we keep joking about it. Throw stats at me all you like, Rich. Everyone, <laughs> don't bother me. What bothers me is 7.45pm tonight, what the team is, yeah. how we're going to be yeah. set out. Let's go toe-to-toe yeah. -toe with them. It's the, yeah. it's the Champions League. Anything can happen. Well, what's the team, Ant? We can nick a, what, if, what we, if we nick, Rich, yeah. if we nick a 1-0 win, yeah. let's let's speak all next week and go, what a, what a great, what a ledge. Yeah. Do, yeah. Do, do, do you know what I mean? I know I know, I know, know it's everyone's job then and all that, and I get it, But and I like having a bit of banter, but for me, <laughs> it's about who will be playing and, and coming on to the Toby thing he ain't going nowhere let me tell you that now he ain't going nowhere if he right. came back on if he came back on Saturday 90% fit and made a mistake for instance the Lacazette goal and the Lacazette um, threw on goal and, and Lacazette scored we'll be standing there going he ain't fit why did he come on let the bloke let the bloke come back fitter and better than what he has been Yeah, that's exactly. all I can say and you know you've, yeah, and yeah. coming back to Juventus let's see what they've got do you know what mm. I mean they haven't met Harry Kane. They haven't, they haven't dealt with Deli Ali. Deli Ali, we're going to get a penalty. Um, <laughs> Deli Ali's going to do his little nudge and he's going to fall over and he's going to get a penalty. <laughs> Lovely jubbly. That's all I want. All I want is a win, mate. I don't care. <laughs> go on, Jason. Can I ask you, how many number ones have Flew had? Three. <laughs> but the stat of that, there's a stat you know. <laughs> on a Monday, when we release a single, 2.3 million people. Are you full of stats? Here we go. Here we go. Listen, full of stats. Everyone knows me. I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got, people throw stats at me all day long, Jace, right? On the, on, <laughs> I'm in the Spurs. And I'm like, boys, I don't care. I really don't care. It's funny because everyone takes the mick out of me and rightly so because it's just not my thing. Do you know what I mean? But. It is, Sorry, it is. We're all fans I'm at the end of the day. We all want the, the best for the club. We all want the yeah. best for the club, and you know we, we love Tottenham, and that's all we care about. We do indeed. I tell yeah, you what, yeah. let me let me move it on to you, Troy. So for tonight's game, yeah. in terms of team selection, bearing in yeah. mind we haven't had long after the Arsenal game, what kind of team yeah. can you see Poch playing? Any changes in there for you? No messing about for me. I think you've got to go. I will tell you what, mm. the one change I might think that they might do is bring in one yard in. Right, I do. for Dyer. Yeah, I don't even know for who. It's, it's obviously either Dyer or, or Musa, but I think that would be the one change that they might do is, is bring Wanyama in uh, a little bit fresher, a little bit more sprightly, yeah. um, come in, do a job. You know, it's no reflection on whoever gets left out, whether it's Eric, whether it's Musa, whatever. It's someone coming in fresh, ready for touring. Listen, ultimately, it's going to be an absolutely unbelievable game of football, full stop. Yeah. Spurs are not going to go there to, to, to sit down and, and, and defend and hope that they get a breakaway goal. Mm. They're going to go there to take Juve on. And I think it's going to be an exciting game of football. As long as we, uh, listen, as long as we can deal with the atmosphere. And when I say atmosphere, yeah. I mean the aura of, of the football club, mm. the mm. aura of you mm. this football club. Yeah. I think we'll be all right. And, and this being is all right, what, yeah. yeah, being all right this, could be yeah. a 1 0 defeat. A two-one defeat, a two-two, or a or a, you know what I mean. I mm. think we'll be all right, to be honest. Yeah. But it's, it's it's what these it's what these players grow up wanting to yeah. do. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? These and, are games we'll be involved in. Step up. Yeah, and these are the games we've got to be involved in. It's not all yeah. you know. People go, oh, I've moved to this club for Champions League football. Well, now we've got it. Yeah, let's embrace it. Let's do yeah. it. Let's let's let's, let's have it. Let's let's have it's a that, right it's that music. It's that music at seven forty-three, knowing yeah. that you're. Mm. 
no disrespect again, and, and I hate being this way, but you have to be, knowing that you're not at Wembley playing Newport County or away at Spotland yeah. playing Rochdale. Mm. Yeah. You're in you're, yeah. you're in Turin playing Juve. That's what, yeah. And I know you've got to play those other games to get to where we are, mm. but that's what ultimately what it's all and, about. Yeah. And if and, you think, yeah, last time we was in Italy against in, um, AC Milan and Inter Milan, we never had this beauty this luxury of a great squad of players. No. Yeah. We had yeah. good players, but we didn't have great players. Yeah. Do, 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 yeah. do you know what I mean? Obviously, Modric yeah. is the Bales, Van der Vaart's brilliant, but now we've got well, a proper You're making me now. cry, Ant, remembering those names. Do you know, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Could you add those oh. to the squad that we've got? Can you imagine now? Can you imagine having Modric I, I, and Eriksen in the midfield? I'd have VDB back. Give him a fresh pair of legs. He'd be in his team now. Yeah. And Berbatov. And Berbatov. <laughs> We'd have them all back. Honestly, Jace. I love yeah. them all back. Exactly, I love them all back. Oh. I like his name. Yeah, Jace. I just love Rafa. Rafa was a legend. Rafa was a legend. Jace, coming over to you. Any thoughts about tonight's game? This isn't going to be easy, but like the lads have just said, I mean, these are the games you have to, you know, rise for the occasion. Well, they're, they're what we want, aren't they? They're the games that we've, let's be fair, we've looked on for years and years and years at the other sides, and we've always had that little bit of envy, and we've been preparing now for a Europa League game like the exactly. lockdown and road yeah. are. Yeah. Against Ostersons and we're playing Juventus, and, <laughs> and that sums it up, doesn't it? That's, that's it. That's exactly that's it. what you want. Exactly. Yeah, I, it wouldn't surprise me. I, I think, yeah, maybe Wanyama would come in, and, and I can maybe it might be Sonny that that misses out, and he may just okay. go tighter that way. But, wow. So, um, okay. I could yeah. see that happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily what I'd want, but I could. I think if Wanyama comes in for anyone, I wouldn't mind betting it was for Sonny. And, okay. and just try and be that little bit tighter that way. But, I'll um, take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take yeah. that. I never thought of that. Never thought of that. Yeah, but yeah, I can see that. Oh, I can, yeah. But, well, you you know, we got to go there with confidence. Yeah. We've got to go there go with confidence. You've got to go there. When you As go you to said, Milan, you know I mean? sorry, when yeah, you go to Madrid and we perform like we did in Madrid, when when I was astonished at us that night and, and you think, Blummy's going with two up top and how brave were we in, in Madrid? And from that moment onwards, the belief in that campaign just... Just went flying high, oh, didn't it? Yeah, and, and to make it there a definite. Yeah. I remember Carry seeing that, the draw. Confidence. Yeah. I remember seeing the draw and thinking, here we go, we're going to get spanked left, right, and centre. Mm. And, um, and then, you know, we were the best team in the you whole know, Champions League, you know, set up to get the only, maximum the only points. Thing, Brilliant. The only, the only thing is, and, I'm, and I get it because you're in the Bernabeu and, and, uh, and whatever result you get at the Bernabeu, you get a result. It's absolutely amazing, to be honest. I felt we, we caught Real Madrid at the right time. Um, I don't think it's the Real Madrid that, you know, we all know. And, and to be fair, from afar, we all love. But still, two great, great results. And, and there's no taking away from that. I mm. think this game steps it up tougher. a level. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the reason it yeah. steps it up a level is because there's no there's no fullback. Because it's a, when I say fullback, you get what I mean. It's yeah. a, a yeah. knockout. Yeah, knockout. Yeah. Knockout yeah. yeah. And I think we're now competing with a side who are still at the top of their game. Because the stats that we we've heard tonight have, have shown us that they're still very very much at the top of their game. Poor so Ant, think... you're taking painkillers after this. No, <laughs> I'm alright. I'm alright. I just, I I just know listen, what I like. You know what I mean? No, Real Madrid was absolutely amazing, and you'd yeah, never want to take those nights mm -hmm. away. But this absolutely. is a step into the next zone, um, and I think, like I said, I think if you can come away from Turin still in the game, level in the game, or even up in the game, what a night it's going to be at Wembley Stadium. We can't do in Turin is miss all those chances that we did Saturday because no, no. when you Listen. when you've kept fifteen clean sheets in sixteen, Jay. you obviously aren't conceding too many chances. Right. If we have my, my three or four, is, you've got to take yeah. them. My yeah. thing is that's why they missed them. 
they missed on that because they were saving them up. Let's hope you're right, Troy. Let's hope you're right. Well, tell you what, let's get some predictions then from this one. Troy, let's go to you first. Let's have a prediction for tonight. Oh, don't what do you go reckon? to me first, Rick. I'm going to base mine off of Jace. Right. Right, okay, go on, I'll do it. I'm going to throw it out there, yeah? Go on, go for it. 1-1. Okay, we'll take that. We'll take a 1-1. Jace? Yeah, 1-1. Yeah, I'll go 1-1. One, 1-1, one. One, one? okay. Moussa Sissoko to score in the last couple of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> See, now you, know, that, now one, you one. know the kind of level that we're going on this pod. And yeah. wrap it up for us, what do you reckon? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> can you follow that, Anne, after that comment? I'm not sure if you can. 88th minute, screamer. Um, I think, yeah, I'm going 1-1. One, one. One, uh, one. It's safe, it's safe, it's safe, yeah. it's safe. I'll, I'll join you. There you go. Full house, one-one across the table. That will leave it nice and open for the second leg and a crucial away goal. Troy, Brilliant. I can't thank you enough for coming on tonight. Absolute pleasure to be on again, Rick. Oh, Absolute <laughs> pleasure. Really enjoyed it. Great really chat. Enjoyed Great you. stats. Oh. Um, and everyone followed by one-one, which is brilliant. And yeah, that's it. Yeah. Hopefully, Troy will get you on end of the season. Fingers crossed. Celebrating the FA pleasure. Cup at least yeah. a Absolute minimum. Pleasure. A minimum. Minimum. A- yeah. Minimum. And thank you so much for tonight. Yeah. We'll get you back on at Cheers, some point. Boys. Thank you so much for having me, man. Don't be silly. Pleasure has been all ours. And Jace, thank you as always. No problem, mate. Guys, we are (laughs) going to be back on Thursday night, reviewing hopefully a win over Juventus or even a 1-1. As always, enjoy the show, build up to tonight, and come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.